0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Oh, we started off the week shaking the Monday morning blues with the due time crew. And we talked about the things that men say they hate to see women wear. Yes, well, they started talking about women who wear shoes that you can't walk in now. I can't stand that either. So I can only imagine what it's like for a man to look at a woman who's bumbling and stumbling around in her shoes. Yeah, yeah, that don't look too attractive. That don't look too attractive, ladies. Come on, come on, come on. Well, they say they hate the Uggs. Yes, those big old bulky Eskimo shoes. That women wear, they say they are not sexy, especially when it's warm out. Mm. Wow, that really, that that one really kind of yeah. Uh, that that one yeah. I, I remember when Uggs first came out, they they really didn't. I thought the same thing. I, I used to call them Alice the Goon boots. So men don't find those too attractive well they also talked about the tops that women wear now excuse me they say ladies if you're going to wear one of those halter tops that's really only for the smaller breasted women not for the women who are heavier yeah, they're watching. They are definitely, definitely watching. So, unfortunately, ladies, we're going to have to, you know, pay a little more attention to what the men are saying. Because they're not feeling some of the stuff that we wear. Okay? Okay. Well, it would not be a proper Monday morning if we did not get The Switch with Shantice. Now, last week's tip, do not become spiritually blind. Now, hmm, there's a lot of ways this can happen, unfortunately. But can I tell you something? Most times it happens when we're disobedient. Yeah. Your disobedience will definitely cause you to become spiritually blind. Yeah. You know, the rejection in and of itself will have its reverberations into your knowledge. Yeah, it'll kind of block all the things that should be making sense. Yeah, and it will no longer make sense, but it might make sense to you. And that's not a good thing. That's really, really, really not a good thing. So, you know, make sure you stay on top of your studying. Make sure after you study to actually live out what you've studied. Yeah, so that God can open up your eyes more and more and more. Okay? All right. Well... Let's talk about a Tuesday, Church Folk Day rolled around, and you know, we're in our season of My Two Cents, as we are reviewing the BET Plus series, Kingdom Business Season 2. Last week was Episodes 5 and 6, and again... You know, the the truth is what is sticking out in these episodes, you know, as Danita is still holding on to lies, even after she sees how it's destroying the things around her. Where her son, who she thought was dead from birth, pretty much, you know, is alive and has made himself, you know, present in her life. And she still wants to hold on to the lies and not tell her family that he even exists. And for some reason, people tend to think that the longer you hold on to a lie, the better it's going to get. No, because more and more and more, happens and you have to explain more and more and more so we're hoping that you know as we're talking about you know these key points in the series from week to week that you are really picking up on the gems that are being dropped all right this season is a whole lot better in regards to the messages that need to go out so let's take the hint. All righty? All right. Well, wow, Wednesday rolled around and we got to talking to our girlfriend Vivian and her socially conscious segment and the Legal Aid Society is providing our students with some Know Your Rights information. Yes. Now, one of the things that they're teaching is that you do not have to carry ID. It is not a mandate. Now, it would be smart if you did, but it's not a mandate. So, you know, if you're approached by the authorities, you know, if you don't have ID, they can't necessarily arrest you. All right? So, I mean, all of this stuff is key, you know, to knowing how to flow in this world, and the best part about it is they're teaching things that the young people can also, you know, kind of exercise at home with their parents being in authority, okay, alrighty, well... Therapeutic Thursday rolled around and we got to talking with our girlfriend Sister Minister Gertie Gordon as we talked about her new book Loving Your Tresses a step-by-step guide to natural hair care and boy oh boy oh boy we got to talking about the common myths about your natural hair We got to talking about How we uh, Condition That natural hair All kinds Of information Came through Just a reliable source And You know God's blessed her With her book Coming in At number 7 And It moved to number 3 Yes So we're going to try to help her get to number one. She so deserves it. So deserves it. So, come on, let's get that book. Okay? Again, the name of the book is Loving Your Tresses. A step-by-step guide to natural hair care. And it's only $10 on Amazon. Alright? So, let's give her a hand with that all right all right well Friday oh my goodness gracious Friday freestyle Friday we got to talking with our men and I gotta tell you we talked about a whole bunch of a lot of stuff yeah that's the way I put it a whole bunch of a lot of stuff we got to talking about Diddy and now he's in more and more trouble Even from the week before, we talked about that Aaron Hall and his filthy mouth. As he's been uh, mentioned in some nasty stuff along with Diddy. And uh, we just got to talking about a whole lot of things. Also, about the uh, young man who was arrested not arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. Yeah. But the bigger part about it was that he was handcuffed and then tased in the back by the officer, the female officer. So that was nasty too. That was nasty. It was just, it was just a nasty, nasty, nasty Friday. But we just, we, we talked about a whole lot of stuff. All I'm telling you, go back and listen. You will not be disappointed. You won't be disappointed in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. Okay? righty. Well, today is shaking the Monday Morning Blues. We are all over again here at Monday. By the grace of God, He has brought us safely through another weekend. A very busy weekend for the, you know, for uh, this side here. We were moving not stop this weekend, boy. It was just going, going, going and going. And we have met a nasty, nasty, nasty Monday morning when it comes to rain. But I happen to love it. I happen to love it. But some people hate the rain. But listen, there's always sunshine in our hearts, right? Or at least there should be. Alright? So that's why we have to shake the Monday Morning Blues, because we have a lot to be grateful for, all right, so I'm so glad that you're with me this morning, we're getting this party started all over again, and I don't know, y'all, I might be alone today, I don't know, we may have a very sparse due time crew, hmm,
0: so y'all
1: might be stuck with me. Now, here's the problem. I don't have no news. No, the stuff I got, it was boring. I guess they poured everything into last week. The natives didn't do a whole lot this weekend. Yeah, I couldn't find much. But I do have some lists that I want to go through. Now, that might make our morning quite interesting. You know how Pastor stuff does. So, Listen, I need you to play the games with me today. Yes, whatever I talk about, I need you to help. Talk about it with me so you don't leave me all alone. Now, again, I don't have a problem doing that, but you know how I like the interaction. All right? All right. So, ah, let's get that healthy breakfast. Let's go ahead. And tell somebody that it's due time where Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right back. When you smoke, every puff damages cells throughout your body.
0: The latest research shows cigarette smoke contains over 7,000 chemicals that spread through your blood vessels, causing inflammation and clotting, restricting oxygen flow, and doubling your risk of heart attack and death.
3: I'm Dr. Regina Benjamin, U.S. Surgeon General. With each cigarette, you have to ask yourself, is this the one that will cause a heart attack? If you really want to quit smoking, call
1: 1-800-QUIT-NOW.
0: Good morning, good
1: morning, and good morning again. Or welcome back to it's due time with Pastor Steph, and we are shaking the Monday morning blues. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to get this morning started, and I'm so grateful to God that He has brought us through another weekend safely, without any hurt, harm, or danger. Isn't that enough to celebrate and shake the, that, that should shake the blues automatically. Okay? All righty. Let's get this party started. Let's get this party started. Now, like I said, I got a couple of lists here. And I'm trying to figure out where do I want to get started. So, I think I'm going to go with the first thing that I did pull up today. Now, I'm going to talk about this thing called constipation and it's funny because last week and the week before this has come up in a couple of conversations so when I saw it last night I was like okay Mm." you know people are wanting to know what they should do in the event that they get constipated you know now that people are doing a lot more eating and cooking at this time of the year. You don't know what's going to, you know, mess with your stomach. And we want to help you with that because you've got to be up in the morning, you know, kind of listening and pass the steps so you can't be all sick and stuff. Right? Right. Well, first of all, just for the record, constipation is when you have a problem passing your stool. Okay? And they say that three to uh, three to about three times a week is a normal uh, cycle for, you know, the average individual. But regular is, you know, means something completely, completely different. Okay? Now, constipation can be caused by quite a few things, such as. Dehydration So for those of you who are still talking about You don't like water Know that as you get older You will need that water in your system Yes, yes, and yes Because that helps To hydrate your body And pass your stool a lot better Another reason for constipation Can be Lack of dietary fiber Now we've talked about that here On its due time with Pastor Steph, we've talked about all of the fiber that you need in your body. Now, some of us need a little more fiber than others, such as myself. I have to have a high fiber diet, but not too high, because that can be dangerous. So, you know, make sure you get that fiber intake. All righty? What else are they saying? Certain meds. Certain meds. Um, They say opioid painkillers and acids, antihistamines, antidepressants, and iron. Oh, when you take iron pills, know that most times they will give you some colase. Now, colase helps to soften your stool because iron will bind you. Too much iron, yeah. And see, so here's the problem with taking any kind of iron pills. You won't know if it's too much iron until it's too much iron. Yeah, there's no there's no gauge on that. So uh, that can be a real tricky one. And they say the lack of exercise can cause you to be constipated. And that makes sense because if you notice, When you move around more, yeah, your flow is different. Okay. Now, here's something, and I think I've told you this several times, but since we're back here again, I was told by a nurse supervisor that constipation starts a whole lot earlier than when you feel like you can't go to the bathroom or when you're straining or... When you can't go to the bathroom, yeah, it starts very early in your body. So that lack of exercise thing means a lot, okay? Now, they say constipation can also result from problems with the muscles that form the pelvic floor at the bottom of your torso or from any kind of blockage in the colon or rectum. There we go. Remember I said it starts earlier? Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. Okay, it starts much earlier than when you realize you can't go to the bathroom. Okay? Now, Joe, you listen, read, study your body. Do you know that recently I found out that those of us with fibromyalgia have issues going to the bathroom yeah now, it can go either way it can go where you have irritable bowel syndrome or you're constipated yeah because guess what the muscles in your body yeah this thing here man this is serious this is some serious stuff so that muscle thing that I just gave you that's big okay now They say, here we go, health conditions such as pregnancy, multiple sclerosis, that's that MS, irritable bowel syndrome, that's that IBS, Parkinson's, yes, Parkinson's, and overactive thyroid or diabetes can also be linked to chronic constipation. Now, this, didn't I tell you, just do your studying, do your reading, 'Cause this is the first time I have ever heard diabetes, thyroid, Parkinson's, or MS can contribute to chronic constipation. I just got finished learning what fibromyalgia can do to your bowel movement. So I had no idea and I have been a diabetic for a minute. I had no idea that this diabetes thing can mess with your um your bowel movement. So mmm, I hope y'all are taking notes, take notes, take notes, okay? So, we're going to go through a few, as a matter of fact, it's more than a few, home remedies that will help you if you are constipated, okay? Now, not everything works for everybody, but... Hey, write this down, and you know if you should experience anything. First of all, you need to go. You need to speak with uh, your doctor if you're having problems, and let him know at least, or her know, and you know what's going on with your body. Okay, so please, that's the first thing you want to do. For I mean, even when you're trying to do you know some of these home remedies, make sure you speak to your doctor. Okay, all right. Number one, they say drink sparkling water. Wow. Okay. So, they say that sparkling water is definitely helpful. They say sparkling water or seltzer is more effective than tap water when it comes to relieving constipation. Wow. They say people with IBS have reported that carbonated or sparkling drinks Um, can worsen their symptoms. So they might be better off drinking uncarbonated water. Remember I said everything doesn't work for everybody. Okay. They say now drinking carbonated sugary sodas and things like that can make your constipation work. So you want to make sure that you stay away from that. So, remember, that sparkling water can be seltzer water. Remember tonic water. Let me tell you something. As a water drinker, I can't stand nothing carbonated. Not no water. Mm -mm, Just give me my water. So, remember now, if you're going to go for the carbonated water, go for the ones, you know, kind of lean to the ones that don't have the sugar in it, okay? All right. And watch, watch, watch. Watch what happens after you drink it. Coffee, number two, coffee. Now, I've heard people say this quite often, that when they drink coffee, it makes them go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah. So they're
1: saying coffee, tea, and other caffeinated drinks have a stimulating effect on your nervous system. Wow. As well as your gut, which can bring relief if you're constipated. Okay. I'm telling you i this is something that I've heard quite often. I don't drink coffee, so I couldn't tell you they say caffeinated coffee can stimulate stimulate i'm sorry the gut sixty percent more than regular drinking water and twenty three more percent than decaffeinated coffee okay they say try to drink your coffee black if you're having um some constipation issues because they say dairy sometimes binds people all right mm, oops i got it i got my thumbs up somebody just said coffee yes will make you go i've heard that i've heard that for years heard that for years all right. Thank you for that thumbs up. Listen, if you've got some suggestions, natural. We're talking natural today, okay? Make sure that you hit me up. All right? All right. Fiber, number three. There we go. We talk about that fiber all the time. They say fiber increases the bulk and the consistency of bowel movements. Okay? They say, and it helps it move more quickly, okay? So definitely get to that fiber. They say a review that they did found that 77% of people with chronic constipation benefited from fiber supplements, okay? But not all fiber supplements are the same. Okay, they say insoluble fibers in vegetables and whole grains add bulk to stools that make your stool pass quicker. Okay, now that's oat bran, barley, nuts, seeds, and beans absorb water and form a gel-like paste. Which softens the stools. Now, remember, I said a little while ago, everything is for everybody. Now, I happen to love nuts, but I tell you now, if I eat a lot of cashew nuts, it, may, it it just works the opposite. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, my stomach does not handle it the same way. So, even your nuts, you have to watch. Now, almonds are better than cashews if you need to. Go to the bathroom. They say walnuts are really good as well. I'm just telling you my experience. Okay? All right. Next, Senna, S-E-N-N-A. They say the fruit or leaf of the Senna plant is an over-the-counter laxative that's used to treat constipation, And they use Senna to clear the bowels before colonoscopies. Yeah. Okay. They say Senna is approved by the FDA for the short-term treatment of constipation. And it definitely helps um, the lining of the gut. It irritates the lining of the gut, which causes the laxative effect. Okay. Okay. Next, probiotic foods. Yeah. Probiotics are live, and they say are very, very, very beneficial to our gut, which we always hear. We we talk about that on a regular basis. And they say that people with chronic constipation, may have an imbalance of bacteria in their gut. So consuming more probiotic foods could help improve the balance and ease your constipation, okay? So yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, great probiotics for your system, okay? Prones, we have all heard of the natural laxative that prune juice yeah all righty so make sure you get those prunes they say all food has fiber but prunes and plums have a little extra okay so make sure you get that prune juice or eat prunes not the same, does not have the same effect. So based on your gut, based on how bad you got to go, how soon you want to go, that will determine whether you want to go get the straight prune juice or if you want to eat the prunes. All righty? And prunes are not that bad, actually. They don't taste that bad. So you might do better doing the prune juice if you really have a, you know, a dislike for the actual prune's taste in your mouth. Okay? Laxatives. Now, again, we're talking about natural stuff. So, you know, laxatives, over-the-counter laxatives are not as uh natural as the stuff we just got finished talking about. So, but you can use them if in the event you do become you know, constipated. Don't, you know, don't think that you can't use it at all. Today's conversation was about more natural things. And, you know, we've been learning to just accept what God gives us from nature. Okay? And exercise. That's the last thing. Exercise. Move around. Move around, trust me when I tell you If you eat properly, once you start moving Man, listen, it's true Alrighty, so let me go over that list really quickly Again, we're talking about some natural, natural, natural Laxatives Sparkling water And let's stick to the tonic water or, you know, something like that. We don't want to drink sweet stuff. Okay. Coffee. Add that fiber to your diet. We're talking about that O-Brand, the barley, the nuts, the seeds, and the beans will help you go to the bathroom. Senna. Probiotic foods, which is yogurt, sauerkraut, sauerkraut, excuse me, and kimchi, prunes, and let's go with the exercising, okay? And that could just be simple walking. It doesn't have to be, you know, this grueling, you know, exercise that you see, you know, some people do. It's just get your body to moving because once you start moving, that gut starts to respond, okay? Okay? All righty, what are we talking about today? Uh, Like I said, it wasn't a whole lot of good news, but you know what? I want to start with some good news. Let me start with some good news. We're always talking about the kitties, and I want to definitely talk about the kitties today. I saw a nice article. Here we go. Here we go. Now, we've got this California teen, 17 years old. Now, we have been talking about these kids and all of the negative things that they do and how they're just throwing their lives away, which is so sad. But we've got a good report. We've got a praise report this morning. I want to say it just like that. We have a 17-year-old from California who passed the state bar. Yes, he passed the California bar exam, and he has been sworn in as an attorney. Uh, I am, like, so proud of him. I don't even know him, but, you know, definitely wanted to shout out, and I want to give his name, I don't even,
0: mm.
1: what are they, Peter Park, young Peter Park is our salutatorium today, <laughs> our salutatorium, we're going to really give God thanks for his life, like I said, we're always talking about these kids who are messing up. Definitely. I want to talk about Mr. Peter Park. And they say that he started Oxford Academy in California in 2019 at the age of 13 and simultaneously began a four-year Juris Doctor Program At the Northwestern California University School of Law After completing College level Proficiency exams
0: Yeah
1: He graduated High school in 21 By taking The state's high school proficiency Exam and focused On law school And he graduated This year Mm. So in August He turned 18 And in late November He was sworn in as an attorney Isn't that fantastic Now I'm, I'm proud of him I'm proud of him And I wanted to definitely make sure That we shouted him out today In light of all of the other Individuals who they go get their bar exam all right. A whole lot of bars they looking at it every day. But here is a different accomplishment and achievement giving God thanks. For all of those like him who press hard, study hard. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, going and getting the you know, passing the bar exam and then becoming an attorney, but those who press forward and they focus on their schoolwork and they work hard. To make it happen Alright Now See why I said you got to shout out the, the good ones Because here we go An 8th grade 8th grade student A young lady <sighs> Opened fire At a school Out in Russia Fatally shooting A fellow student And wounding 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 several others before killing herself Mm. 14 years old She brought a pump action shotgun to school Mm. And she fired the shots at her classmates And two people were killed And they're including her And they say in total, five were injured and had to be taken to a medical facility. And do you know why? Do you know why? Bullying. Bullying. Mm. They say she went to school, took the gun into the gym, wounded four boys, committed suicide, and uh, you know this was her response. This was her response to being bullied this is this is sad, this is sad. you know people are not gonna continue to take your nonsense, all this bullying and joking, and this is not this this isn't fun to everybody just because you're laughing. Does not mean that everybody's going to laugh at you, okay? That doesn't mean everybody's gonna laugh with you, okay because you you wanna be the clown and you know you wanna stir up laughs from people around you. Everybody doesn't think that's funny, and especially your target, you know, so we're definitely gonna pray for this young lady's family. Because they're going to need it They're going to need it We don't know if she suffered in silence Because a lot of them do A lot of people do suffer in silence They don't say anything You know So we don't want to assume that people are fine Just because they don't say anything All right All righty Here's an interesting Here's an interesting article. This is California Moving Company. Now, they have made their money and they have grown in notoriety and attention because they hire and they focus their hiring on young athletes, student athletes they call it, the little muscle-bound individuals who lift weights and you know things like that and it's not just a male they you know uh, females as well they say because they have to do a lot of moving a lot of lifting and those boxes can be very heavy remember they're movers it's a moving company and they have really, really um, gained a lot of attention since 1997 when they launched. Now, they say during the moves, the workers are required to run from the moving truck to the home when they're empty-handed. Isn't that interesting? Well, they say that a lot of people are very happy with their work, This is, like, annoying here. A lot of people are happy with their work. And, unfortunately, there's always a killjoy. They're being sued. They're being sued, why? For discrimination. They're saying that uh, they're not appealing to everybody else in this world. The normal everyday people who can't lift boxes. Who, (laughs) yeah, they're saying that. As I talk, my iPad is frozen. They're saying that as you know, they are recruiting these young people to do what they do. That they are. they're losing they're losing the ability i guess they're saying the discrimination suit says they're losing the ability to pull in the everyday individual and they're leaving them out of their recruitment and you cannot do that that is blatant discrimination and they are saying, the moving company is saying that, hey, we didn't know we were doing anything wrong. All we were doing, we're trying to make a name for ourselves. We're trying to, you know, do the moving thing on a different level. So it wasn't intentional at all. wasn't intentional at all that we were... Leaving out people, it wasn't done with any malice. Pretty much, they're called the (laughs) Meatheads, the Meathead Movers, and I thought that was just real interesting because they have again this whole group of people, and they they're they're not all kind of young. They're not all young. I'm looking at the picture here. They're on the younger end. But they're not all young people, so you know, I'm just uh, I'm just sad. They said that seventy check this out seventy thousand complaints, yeah, and I I mean maybe y'all think y'all let me know what do you think do you think this is discrimination? Now you know here's a here's the thing when it comes to discrimination. It doesn't have to be intentional. Nope, not at all. doesn't have to be intentional. It just has to exist. (laughs) Can you imagine that? It just has to exist. So I'm just interested in knowing if you all find that it's discrimination or should they let the people kind of hire who they want and does this now, if you do that, does that now throw kinda of like mm it becomes kind of a tricky situation because then you can say, Well, there's the Disabilities Act where people can, you know, hire what they you know, who they wanna hire but they'll be discriminating against the disabled. It's a tricky situation. It's a tricky situation. But I would like to know what you think. I really would. I I felt kind of, you know, a little bad for them. And, again, I come from an Asian background, so I know, you know, what the rules are and how easily, you know, we can fall into the discrimination, um, you know, arena. And, again, you know, kind of understanding what their their, uh, goal is, you know, if it's not intentional, then it's not intentional, and they were saying that um they 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 were explaining that, hey, you know again, you know they have to lift weights, they have to do this, they have to do that because we want to make sure that we can handle the moving that we're hired to do, you know, we don't want people to get injured. We don't want people to not be able to fulfill the obligation of being a mover if we should send them out on a job and they can't, you know, hold up. So they are settling. They're trying to settle. Now, they're saying this particular agency that's been hired, they're going after fifth million initially but they were lowering that to about 5 million the meathead movers countered with 750,000 so they are they're negotiating and they're saying that hey the rock is over 50 years old and he can move some boxes He's not going to have any problem moving boxes, but here's the thing: they have never been found to turn down people who have applied so that's what i'm saying I feel feel kind of bad because they they're not they they haven't really been found to do anything intentionally. they say that they did some you know. Of, um, how do you do it, when they do the statistics and they say that the number of seniors over the age of 65, they say will grow by a third over the next 10 years. So they want to make sure that all of these jobs are open and available to them. They're saying that nearly a quarter of this uh, workforce is over age 55 and they need to be progressively pursuing these individuals. I don't know about all of that. I don't know if I should be forced to look for a certain type of person other than the people that I know can do the job. If I'm advertising and I'm not saying, hey, I don't want the 45-year-olds. I don't want the 55-year-olds. I don't want the 65-year-olds. years old And when they come to um, the interview or when, yeah, the interview, if they're applying the same way and they're getting the same uh, regimen, so in other words, if you've got to pick up five pounds or you've got to pick up 25 pounds and, things like that then you know they would be required to do the same thing you either do it or you can't they have not said again that these people are really outright discriminating against but they're saying to make it right you know they're going to do things differently and they're offering the to to settle so y'all let me know I'm interested I'm interested I'm interested in knowing what you think. All righty. Well, is there another piece of little, uh mm, let's see. I don't know. I don't know here. Let's talk to our due time crew. I think I'll enjoy that conversation a little bit more. Good morning, my girl, Tamika. How are you? Monday, Monday morning,
3: good morning, I am doing fine, how are you?
1: I'm glad to hear that, I am well, also thank you very much, had a great weekend, it was busy like crazy, but it was good, it was good, how was your weekend? Weekend went well, thank God. (laughs) Good, 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 wow. I don't have a whole lot of news today. Eh, there wasn't a whole bunch of stuff. But based on what you heard, what you want to talk about? Um, I
3: will go with the athletes. Um, okay. I, I'm thinking about it as a person who's trying to hire. You know, you th- you, you think about it as a business owner you want somebody who's going to be there for the wrong haul. You don't mm-hmm. want somebody who's going, oh, my back, oh, my knees, you know, because honestly, you know, as you get older, those things hurt, you know. You were, you, right. you, you know, flinching and moving and all of a sudden, you, you know, picked up a, uh, let's say, a, a, a couch. And now you're, you know, now you're out. And you're not out for a day, you're out for for, for weeks, for weeks. You know, and as a person who's trying to make the money and also ensure that my workers are well, you know, you think about it, I'm gearing towards the young because, you know, they can do it. They, you know, ow, I hurt my knee. Okay, fine. You know, you're fine. You know, you you can go to the next place, you know, we, we get out of commission and we get out of commission for a long time, you know, and I understand that they're not trying to be prejudicial, you know, um, but I mean, maybe they should go about it a different way. Prior to being employed, you know, maybe testing. You know, you've had plenty. – I've had plenty of jobs that say, you know, can you lift 35 pounds or more? I used to work at the airport. Right. So you want to make sure that you can pick up a bag and move it. You know, if somebody comes in with a heavier bag that's 50 pounds, can you move that bag? Or are we going to have to be stifled for the next half an hour because you're looking for, you know, somebody to touch <laughs> There are going to be times when you're by yourself. You know, with this type right. of job, depending on what it is, you know, maybe they don't have a whole lot of stuff, but they have a couple of boxes that they need you to move from one place to another. I want to make sure that you can do it on your own, if you should have to. If, for right. whatever reason, another staff member can't can't accompany you, can you use a trolley and move this? Or, again, you know, are we going to, oh, you gotta you got to wait for backup. Look at this police department. You know, so right. my heart goes out to them with the ideal of, Hey, let's hear it to the young. But then here's the catch, catch. You know, you think about um, the young. I have, I have three uncles who um, in their youth. They used to be grave diggers. They, they actually were grave diggers up until their seniorhood.
0: Two of the okay. three have
3: back issues. Um, one of them has another health issue due to, you know, you're being around dirt. You don't think about it, but it causes mm-hmm. issues. You know, it's a natural wow. issue but it also right. causes issues because as you're digging the dirt, and back then they didn't have the equipment that they do now. So they right, were doing right, a lot right. of the shoveling, picking it up, and doing that type of stuff. So, you know, two of them have back issues, um, and then one of them has a um, respiratory issue. And so mm-hmm, then that right. comes, if, you, if that was the fight, then I could understand it. But you just being discriminatory because, you know, you biscuit you something with a pot belly. You know, I wouldn't. would want, want to hire you either. You know, yeah. the, the, you got to think about it. You know, so you know, my heart goes out to them that they can't advertise that way. But maybe in the um, in the in the trying to trying to hire somebody, you might want to put that information in. Maybe give them a test run to see what they're capable right. of doing.
1: Right, right. I agree. During that's what I said during the interview process. You know take them through some stuff there's nothing wrong with that like you said I agree 100% and then you know you figure it out when you can you know what else I thought about workers comp you know you you gonna have to pay for every time Mm -hmm. somebody comes on their job and they're not really equipped to do the job but they say they can and then they hurt themselves because what, I don't know if a lot of people understand this. So the job pays for workers comp automatically. You have to pay for workers comp. You have Mm -hmm. to find yourself a company that you, um, you know, will be covered, you know, for your, that will cover your workers. Here's what happens for every claim at least in New York, every claim, it goes up, every claim. So they may, you know, it got to be a little, you know, um, uh, broader where they say, well, you know, every so-and-so amount of claims, then they would take a financial hit and they'd have to, you know, uh, pay a little bit more. But what company wants to pay out for people who knew that they really couldn't do the job but they Wanted to do the job anyway, you know what I'm saying? And I was looking at one of the quotes of the owner, and he said, we want to change and evolve, but we can't agree to go out of business doing it. And that's the reality of it here. And that's pretty much what you're talking about and what I'm talking about. The, the people don't want to lose their whole business because now you, you know, this is, this. listen, you're talking about movers. We're not even talking about Amazon. We're not even talking about FedEx. We're not even talking about UPS. We're talking about movers, which, listen, I have, and um, Tamika, and I know you're in my age bracket, so I have the the old school, Auntie Brenda, y'all always hear me talk about her. She had this huge break front, the table that went with it, and girl, every time somebody got to come in here and move, girl, my whole heart just, just my heart, my heart is beating, because this thing was here. I think I was about in like the fifth grade when she even purchased this. So I don't have to tell you, this thing is heavy. And when people come in here, when they came to do the floors, I was like, uh, I hope you're ready, because it was only two of them. Can I tell you, they moved this thing flawlessly. Tamika it's in Mm -hmm. two pieces and they're very heavy both pieces they moved it flawlessly they stayed in sync they moved everything The, the the before you knew it they had done the floor girl put the whole thing back you didn't even know it. that's the kind of people you want to hire don't you and exactly. that's the kind of service exactly. they would like to provide. You follow? They don't want me to call. They don't want, uh, the the owner didn't want to hear me call back to him. Um, I'm sorry. They just broke the break front. And now you'll have to pay. So I, I agree with you. You know, part of me, you know, really sympathizes with them because they've been in business. They've, thur- thur- uh, they've thrived and flourished from their ability to be able to do this thing here, this moving thing, and now here y'all come with you didn't hire the 65-year-old. Well, I'm sorry, the 65-year-old needs to go sit down somewhere, Tamika. I don't know about you. I say go sit down somewhere and and, and go get another job. There are a million jobs in this world. Go get another one, period. Disabled, I'm disabled. I'm not trying to be in no moving company unless I'm going to sit behind the desk and take some notes, period. So I, I agree with you 100%, and um, hopefully, you know, like you said, they'll develop someone, uh, um, some uh, strategy that would keep them from, you know, seeming as though they are discriminating or being discriminative, because just because we may not agree with the fact that they're discriminating doesn't mean that they're not. So, But you know who I'd like to talk to, Tamika? Pastor K.L. Who actually oh hires boy. <laughs> yeah, he oh. actually hired. So
3: yeah, I would
1: I would like to get his take on this. So let's see what he's got to say. Good morning, Pastor K. L.
2: Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you?
1: I am well, thank you. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, thank you. I'm doing
1: well. Good, good, good. How was your weekend? I have to ask you considering that I asked Tamika, how was her weekend? How was your weekend?
2: It was long. I worked, it was long. You know, this is my season to be jolly. Can't you tell I'm jolly?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Smile, smile, smile. Well, we're talking about your domain. We're talking about hiring, and we know that, you know, you do some of this. And we have a moving company called the Meathead Movers, and they are a group of athletes and they um they recruit people who are athletic they say because they want to make sure that they can get this job done flawlessly they encourage their employees to recruit people from gyms and colleges and Um, People that they know are very healthy. They are required when they are moving and they have empty hands. So for argument's sake, when they make the trip from the truck to the house or wherever, they have to run back to the truck. So they're actually keeping in shape as they're working. And they're hit with a discrimination lawsuit because they're saying that they are not recruiting um the, you know everybody that they are being discriminatory against age and athletic build and things like that and they feel that um they say that there's a quarter of the uh nation who is over the age of 55 so they need to be looking at them they're saying in a certain amount of time they're going to have these 65 year olds who will be um needing work after the age of 65. so they need to expand the way they're recruiting who they're hiring they're in negotiations now you know they're asked they initially asked for 15 million but they then dropped it to 5 million and the head movers are offering 750,000 they said they didn't realize they were doing anything wrong they were just um you know, doing what they do. They want to provide the best. And they didn't, you know, think that this was going to hit them. But what do you think?
2: Well, being, being someone who hires and terminates, I, I think it's almost like a catch-22. Because, mm-hmm. you know, so, sometimes you want to hire the older folks because what we call them their seasoned And they're going to come to work.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: Some of these young folks, you know, yeah, they they spry and, you know, they strong. But after they get that one check, you ain't going to see them no more. You know, their (laughs) priority is so, so, you know, saying once they get their sneaker money or whatever money they need, you won't see them until they run out of money. So a lot of folks, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in the retail aspect, they hire what's called seasoned people. Cause they know that they have real priorities and they don't come to work, Even if they only want to work 25 hours a week, they don't make it th- those 25 hours. Now, the thing that I would suggest is that, you know, if it's a moving company, yes, you have to have people who has the ability to, 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 to carry and lift and all that stuff. Ha- have a ride along, make them sign a waiver that if you, if you strain your ankle or if you hurt your back, that's all you, but today is the ride along. If you, if you can make it today, then we will we consider strongly hiring, but I mean mm-hmm. I got to see what you can do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
2: I, I I think that that would be the strongest thing to do.
1: Okay, okay. And Tamika and I definitely said the same thing. You know, give them some kind of a trial. I actually like the ride along thing. I didn't even think about that. Um, some type of trial. You know, um, you know, can you lift this? Can you move that? And you know, if you can, you know, then like you said, you know, we'll 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 put this into effect possibly, but I like the thing with the sign, the waiver, you know, because, you know, like I said a little while ago, they have a workers' comp um, issue that they need to be um, worried about as well. You keep hiring people who keep getting hurt on the job. Like the man said, we don't want to go out of business trying to accommodate people who can't do the job. So, you know, it it, it is a catch-22 situation, and like I said, being that I come from Uh, you know, the background, I know all the little nuances and stuff that they will bring up. And now that I'm walking into the seasoned, um, you know, uh, neck of the woods, you know, I I get it. (laughs) I get it. I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? I I, I look at it like this, uh, Tamika and and, and Pastor KL. It's just certain things I'm just not looking to do. Now, I'm disabled, so that really just really limits me. But I'm thinking about... If I were well, I'm not going out here and apply for certain jobs just because I can. you know it's like, come on, let's let's be real let's th- th- look at what our capabilities and our you know are, and just stop, just stop, just you know stay in your lane and do what you do, and stop fighting for everything. I had to just just everything is not a fight, oh my gosh, it's just not a fight, so can they do a little better? yeah. I, I guess at the, at the end of the day, they can. But, you know, if they all they have to do is listen to is do time with Pastor Steph, right? We've got all the remedies. Ha-ha! <laughs> Look at the tour. You came up with these two different things. One, two, three. Then they wouldn't have nothing to worry about. But, you know, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Actually... I have a conversation I would love to have today. You know, we do the relationship thing on Mondays, and you two are my favorite people to do the relationship thing with. Guess what we're talking about today? Mm. They're saying that there are texts that women should never send to their man. And when I saw this one, I was like, oh, I would love to see what they say, because there's certain things that I've told the ladies to stay away from. So let's see what they say. Hmm. And I'll, I love this the male and the female effect here. All right. So they say that a woman should never text her man the question, why are you mad at me? Now, before I tell you why they say it, Tamika, do you agree or do you disagree and why?
3: Um, I would never text that. That's something that we need to talk, talk one-on-one on. Um, and the reason why I say that is a lot of times just in general, when you text a man certain things, if you want an answer, you better off to me because a lot of times when you text certain things, he's either going to put the phone away or you're going to get a, <laughs> a very shallow answer. You know, like if I ask you three questions mm-hmm. in one text, because nine times out of ten, as we as women, if we're going yeah. to text, we're going to text the whole thing. And I asked you two questions or I asked you three questions, mm-hmm. I only got an answer for one.
0: one. So if that's something that's right. that you
3: have a problem with, that you have a good time with, mm-hmm. talk to him. Don't text
1: Mm, all right, all right. Pastor KL, they say that we should not text. Why are you mad at me? Agree or disagree?
2: Well, I mean, I, I agree. I, I'm not the one for for texting. I often say that you know, texting is, is how you interpret it. So you, you can send somebody off, send somebody off the cliff, and you didn't mean. <laughs> You know right. what I mean? But you're like, oh, man, I should want to talk about why I'm mad. Who said I'm mad? You know what I mean? And and now, I, now I'm mad because you say I'm mad. So, yeah, I, I, I think texting is a dangerous thing because, again, it's the interpretation of who's reading it, not who's sending it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I agree with the both of you. And that is one of the reasons that they say why you shouldn't text a question like that because that's something that needs to be handled in person face-to-face, you know, not this texting thing. You know, texting is, is just – texting is not for no huge conversation. I, I don't understand, you know, what, what did you do before texting came if you don't have the ability to communicate, you know? Um, and, and I've seen people pour some stuff into texting. and it, it, it's, it's just – it's a it's a wear out. And I agree with you 100%, uh, Tamika, when you text – two things, you ain't getting an answer to both things. You are not. If you do, one is going to be extremely shallow. It'll be like a yeah or yes, and then the rest of it, you may get whatever he feels like addressing, that's what's going to get addressed. And the only reason why he's addressing you is because he wants to shut you up. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. But he's going to have you up and do this, you know, because if I don't, she's going to keep on texting me. And uh well, well. you get well, the other
2: point, being a, being a man, is what whatever's the easiest out.
3: Right, right. You know what
2: I mean? Right. Whatever's the easiest mm-hmm. out is what I'm going to deal with or what mm-hmm. I'm going to address. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If that's the easiest one out of the two questions, yep. hey, I got this one. And that's then all right. of a sudden, I got busy. I can't answer no more.
1: Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're gonna throw out the one that they can address that is a no brainer for them, or they really feel up to it. Because, like I said, they know if they don't address that at all you catch in hell. That's as plain and simple as that. The worst thing you want to do is not answer her text, whether it's something shallow or something deep. So, I, I agree with both of you, and that's what they've said. Don't 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 do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself, ladies. All right, so you know, you got to get that answer. Mm, you need to wait. You need to wait. All right, next one. Here we go. Why aren't you responding to me? Are you not into me anymore? All right, Tamika, what we got? Why do you agree, disagree, or why?
3: <laughs> That's pretty much the same thing. Um whatever he's doing at that time, he's not going to address that. Um because he already knows. As soon as he responds, I don't care what it is, he's going to come <laughs> back with another check. So it's easier for him to say, okay, you know what? Let me not answer this at all. Which, unfortunately, we're talking about the male-female relationship. You're now agitating her because she has a time frame. Whether you know it or not, she needs a time frame. She needs you to answer her by second time. And then when you do answer her, now it's one of two things. Either she's going to call you. She's gonna, well, three. Either she's going to call you, she's going to drop by, or you're going to have another series of text messages. And we just talked about <laughs> if I ask you three <laughs> questions, you're only going to answer one. You just ask two questions already. He's already human because, oh, my God, I got to answer this question And I got to figure out how to answer it in a way that makes sense. Because if you give me a uh, one-word answer, yeah, that starts a whole berate, a tirade of other things. So definitely not texting that at all.
1: All righty. Pastor KL, what's happening when you get, why aren't you responding to me? Are you not into me anymore?
2: See, I, I, I'm going to go the total opposite way. You just gave me a way out. I, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, been, I've been trying yep. to leave for
0: a the mm-hmm. And now
2: what happens is that I can hide behind my phone. I can hide behind my computer. Yeah, you're right. I think it's just best for us to go our separate ways. I don't have to deal with you face-to-face. I don't even have to talk to you. Because, see, after that, there's going to be a phone call. I don't have to answer the phone. You've asked me a question, I've answered you. And I've moved on. You just gave me a way out. So, yeah, that's the stupidest thing to do.
1: Wow, actually, I you hit, to, for me, you hit, both hit the nail on the head. You asking him, how come he's not responding? Up there you go. He don't have to respond anymore. You've already said he there wasn't responding. Now you're going to be a pain in the neck, and you want him to respond. Come on, y'all, just, 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 don't do it. don't do it to yourself, don't do it to yourself. Now you're, a, you're you are a nuisance, and I'm a woman, and I don't want that text. So I can't even imagine what a man feels like when he gets this. You know, why aren't you responding to me anymore? Are you not into me?
0: Do you really
1: want that text to you? You really want to read that? Come on. Now you seem desperate. Are you not into me anymore? That's desperation, ladies. Are we really going down this lane? Listen, I don't care if, if you do think he's not into you. Keep that to yourself. At least walk away with your head held high. Now you now now you begging. No, not only that, I'm sorry, y'all. He can turn that right around and show it to somebody else. Ah, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because do he's going to be talking about you later. He going to be talking to his boy. Not only to that. His Go ahead.
3: I'm saying now technology makes it so easy. He'll not fancy. He'll block you. Now you're trying to figure out <laughs> there's no response at all. You does not have yep. to ask at all. Now, block You can't yep. call. You can't text. You can't chat. You can't Facebook. Yep. You can't. No social media, yep. everything. Gone.
1: Yep. Just because you were pain in the neck. Just because you were pain in the neck. All righty. uh-oh. Uh-oh. They say, "Do not send this text, ladies." I saw that picture you posted online of your friend, mm, Tamika. Are we sending that text or not? All righty, Pastor KL, are we sending that text or not? Why or why not? No, that,
2: that that text is is loaded. It's loaded because me, me for one, you know, I have. You know, I have Pastor Steph, I have Pastor Charlotte, I have Shanti. These are all my friends. You know what I mean? So now you get an attitude because of the pictures that I post when I'm around my friends. Yeah, that that that's starting to show your, your your true colors and your jealousy for no reason. So, you know, these women are like sisters or nieces to me. And now I got to explain. Once I got to start explaining certain things to you, then we're, we're done. We're done.
1: Wow, that was my thought, Pastor K. L. That was my thought. My thought was, why are you making somebody explain what they're looking at on so- what you're looking at on social media? That's exactly what it is. It's social media now if I said the the picture slipped down as you are in the bed, that's something different. but if you talking me I saw a, a, let me let me make sure I quote this properly. I saw that picture you posted online of your friend. Okay. Now, 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 let's be honest. We do know men are just ridiculous at times and they are stupid at times and they do, you know, post things that are questionable. But again, you texting this, that's like a kitty game to them. So, you know, that, don't do that. Don't do that. It doesn't make you look uh mature at all, you know. Um, I have definitely, you know, suggested for some couples, don't, don't, listen, either stay off social media or do not, you're not his friend. You're not his friend. That way you don't see nothing. Don't go looking at his page. Nothing. Because that's only going to bring problems into your relationship. If you got to worry about who he posted, and mm-mm. if you, because let me tell you something, your relationships go further than who he's posted on the on the on the Facebook page. So if that's an issue, then you better believe you got some other issues that need to be addressed a little more than the Facebook page post. So. As a matter of fact, that's what they're saying here. They're saying don't post that, I mean don't text that, because it's teenage stuff. It's childish. So you want to be direct and uh, make it happen that way. Do not send that text, ladies. All right. Here we go, Pastor KL. We're done. The relationship is over. They say don't send that text, ladies. Why, Pastor K. L. Oh, why not? Why because
2: should? You- well, well, other times, you know, we do stuff out of emotion. We see, we we see you posted that lady, and then come to find out, two hours later, you know that that lady was was really just your friend, and now I don't put my whole stuff out there. You know, I don't cut off a good thing because of my insecurities. You know, a lot of times we write and we speak from emotion, not from common sense. And sometimes your emotion can write a check that your behind can't catch.
1: Mm. All righty. I happen to agree. Um, when you break up over <laughs> text messaging, you're going to have to go back and have a verbal conversation anyway. Because you didn't rethought this thing. And like Pastor K.L. said, that was done out of emotion. Not Now, men would probably do that because he's trying to get out from being with you face-to-face, having that conversation. But for women, if that's your text, it's emotional, you need to get yourself together and wait to see him face-to-face, and then y'all make the decision or you make the decision as to what you want to do. But you do something like that on uh, oh, through a text, that's not going to work out very well for you. I promise you that. Let's see what they say. Why? Ah, They say you're not objects and you shouldn't discard people via text. We're adults. Let's do it the adult way. Uh, Okay. Pastor K.L., here we go. Where were you last night? You think you can just stand me up? Ah! Do we say that through a text?
2: Again, we're, we're speaking out out of emotion. We're speaking out of embarrassment. We're, we're speaking out of anger. You know what I mean? These things are supposed to be discussed, you know, verbally, face to face, or even on the phone, not not on a text. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if you're that upset, then yeah, let's let's talk about this thing. You know, and, and listen, some things are common sense. If a man standing you up. He didn't want to be. You're not a priority. So, so certain things you don't even have to check. you can just move on yourself but but but, but unfortunately, we gotta hear that we need to move on ourselves. All the signs are there, but but we we still want to hear it. We still want to put ourselves in that kind of torment of hearing that we've already felt it and seen it. now we got to hear it. <laughs> mm,
1: wow, all right, here's my thing. Where are you putting yourself through all of this for on a text message? Because here's the thing. We've already talked about the fact that he very well may not answer you back. But if for real, for real, for real. See, here's the thing about women. Let's talk about this thing here for a minute, Pastor KL. We can't wait. You, we know you could be in a a ditch working. (laughs) We're going to send that text anyway. And pat our feet. There's no (laughs) logic when a woman... Come on, Pascal, because you know I'm right. She don't care what she knows you're doing. You could be a surgeon. She's sending that text when she wants to send that text. She's not saying, I know he's in surgery, because he didn't tell me he got surgery from 9 to 3, she gonna send it at ten o five and mad because he don't answer the text until four o'clock when he came out scrubbed you know washed himself off and all of that. No she's sending this text when she wants to answer now, where were you last night? You sent this text at ten o'clock, and you got to wait till four o'clock you but you you didn't just about died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ladies, you
1: know this is what we do. Yo, your Pastor KL, you didn't been to Mars and back by the time she finishes, because you have not answered as to where were you last night. She didn't got every scenario in her mind she didn't talk to her girlfriend she didn't talk to the coworker she didn't talk to the sister she didn't talk to her mama, and then he gave them her their theories and you you messed up. you are messed up. not only is he messed up. You messed up. You are completely twisted at this point. So please stop doing that. Stop at where were you? Not only that, again, now you jump into conclusions. It could be something that was. You know, the once-in-a-lifetime thing that could happen. You've got to take this stuff into consideration. You cannot immediately just jump to conclusions. Oh, you know, you acted funny last night on your phone before you left here. And now, you know, when you left, I couldn't get in touch with you. Oh, my God! Can I tell you something, Pastor KL? I'm one out just even talking about it. And it ain't me.
0: I ain't
1: lying. All that stuff I just got finished saying, I got a headache. And it ain't even me, because I know what happens. I know what happens to a woman. I know what happens. I've, I've heard it. Oh, my gosh, have I heard it. And sometimes it's true, but there are other times where it's not true. So in addition to the stuff that you're saying, I'm, I'm patting this with from the woman's Aspect and from a mature woman, from a pastor, from a woman who has been through some things, you don't want to do this to yourself. The, the text thing is gonna drive you crazy because that could just happen to be the time where he does end up, you know, losing the phone or dropped it in the water. He can't answer you back, and you text, because see, after 15 minutes, if you even wait that long, Pastor K. L., you got a subsequent text coming. Oh. Right.
0: This is why right. you can't answer
1: me, because you was with her last night. Right. You know it's like Oh, it just, oh God, it right. just
3: goes right. on. Oh god.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. If 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 he was in surgery from nine to three and you said that text at ten o'clock, by ten ten it is over. How come he answered yeah. me? You start thinking about all the stuff that and he the, did last week. And
0: the
2: crazy thought about it, he, he didn't even see the text yet.
1: No, no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he told you he was going to be in surgery from 9 to 3. You're mm. in a meeting from 9 to 3. And you're sending this in the middle of 9 to 3. And you're mad because <laughs> he don't respond. I'm, t- I'm t- women when, when women get emotional, there's no thought. Logical thoughts coming. They, it, it's just—it's just, it's a mess. It's a stone-cold mess. All right. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I'm going to skip the next one because that's kind of like what we talked about. I don't like you hanging out with so-and-so. Why shouldn't we text that, Pastor Kay? Or oh, is it okay to text that?
2: I, I mean, I, I guess you can text it if you want to. But, but.
1: You know, but Again, you sound like Ernie. You
2: know, That's an Ernie answer. I mean, you got to realize sometimes, you know, these folks I've known before you, and when you get tired of me hanging out with this person, guess what? I'm going to know him or her after you. You know, mm. I, I, I can't dump, I can't dump folks because you don't like them. You know, I, I, I never picked her friends. You know what I'm saying? If you've been your girlfriends forever, then y'all got to bond. I ain't got to like them. She's like you, as long as they're not keeping me from from feeding us, from paying my bills, from 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 doing doing you know what I need to do as a man in my house, you shouldn't worry about who I hang out
1: with. Mmm, interesting. Well, Tamika's here, so let's ask her if she should worry about who you. Oh my gosh! Oh, here we go. Tamika, Pastor KL says that. As long as he's taking care of you, you shouldn't care who he hangs out with. Do you feel that way as a woman? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I don't know what what it is, but there's always this one friend. I don't care. what. There's always this one friend, and that one friend is the one that can get you in all kinds of trouble. And, you know, this particular friend is, is, is the type of friend that, Oh, oh I, was with, I, I was with your man the other day, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know. So, you know, you can get in all kinds of havoc, stuff that you didn't even plan on. You were out, let's just say, getting a car fixed, but, you know, I was talking, I just happened to talk to your friend. Your friend said, oh, yeah, we was out together. Wait a minute, you know, and so all of that now becomes a lie, and if I hear a lie or something that seems a little fishy, now I'm going to start to question You know, so, you you know, I really do think that it is important that I have to sometimes check your friends or even check you with your friends because either you can get in habit by stuff that they have already said that you did or just by being, you know, guilty by association.
1: I have to agree. I have to agree. It's always that one that you just can't stand. When you're met your man you couldn't stand him then it is 10 years down the line you still don't like it's nothing he seemed to be able to do to just get on the good side ever because he it's (laughs) something about him that makes you just kind of cringe every time you hear his name every time you see a picture every time his name is brought up it's like why are you still with him You, you you have graduated you know, y'all used to do such and such a thing. You don't do that no more. Or do you? <laughs> why Why you keep hanging with him if you don't do it no more? <laughs> or do you? Um, but it, it, it is true. I, I cannot agree that, you know, men are dismissive um, of, of, like you said, Pastor K.L. You know, you, you met the girl. And, I mean, she could be no good. Don't misunderstand me. She could be no good. But it's something about y'all are able to dismiss this easier because you know what? Let let's 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 be honest. A woman will get out of something quicker than a man. If if the man, if something happened the first thing he said, Well, you know, so and so you really don't hear that come from women too often. But the man he'll throw the friend underneath the bus unless he know you hate him that much. He still wanna hang out with him and he don't want you to hate him even more. But You know, it's it's something about you're able to dismiss the women, friends. Even if she's a cackling hen, she's a gossip. It doesn't matter. More than we can dismiss the male. So, unfortunately, I agree with Tamika. No, you you can't just say it don't matter. No, Mm I don't care if you didn't put me in a mansion, bought me a yacht, sent me to the moon. No, get rid of him. Please get rid of him. Ah, oh. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Let's take care of this. Oh, they say you should never put in a text, ladies. Send me something sexy. Mm, why, Tanika? <laughs> <laughs> why do
3: you think they say that? As soon as you said that, I already clicked. Because you know it's going to be that pic. I I, I don't need to put it any clearer than that. It's going to be the pick. Because there are Uh, plenty of things that you could think of, but you're talking to a man.
0: And so the only thing (laughs) that you're
3: going to see is a picture of anatomy. Not a flower, not a rose, not, you know, a thought. No, it's going to automatically be that body part. Mm,
1: mm, Pass a KL? Is that something that a woman should send to her man?
2: Well, see, I, I, I'm not in agreement with with uh, Lady Tamika because if you okay. tell me send you something sexy, if you tell me send you something sexy, I, I'm sending you a phone bill. It ain't nothing more sexy than a phone bill. It ain't nothing more sexier than that. I'm sending you a bill. How oh sexy is God. that? That oh you're able God. to pay a bill? Yeah, I mean. That's a gift I keep on giving.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Only you. Only you. (laughs) Only you. Um, Actually, I agree. You know, to me, I think long gone the days of us sending those type of pictures, a man or a woman. And I say don't encourage him to do it. You don't do it. Don't ask him for it because those things always seem to come back and smack you in the face. No, it's just no. I don't think it's safe. I think you need to just stay off of that level. Let's see why they say don't send it up. They say don't ever ask him to send a picture that could turn up and haunt him later. I agree. I agree. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's safe. Ah, mm. They also say, don't send a text where you can call someone a nasty name. Agree or disagree, Pastor KL? I
2: agree. I agree. Again, you know, you're sending texts from emotions. You're mad. You know, it, 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 it's hard to say sorry after something you meant to say.
0: You know, because a lot of times
2: when, when, when we say stuff out of anger, it's been building up. This is something we've wanted to say for a long time. We just didn't have the nerves, nor the balls to do it. And now that I have it, you can't retract that. So it becomes difficult. Well,
1: especially in writing. You know, you might want to gaslight somebody and make them believe that you really didn't say what you what you really said. But once that bad boy is in right in past KL, now here is the funny part. You never want to send that to a woman because she always go she go if she don't save no other text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she's saving
1: that one. She is she. You could have sent her a million "I love you" texts. You are sexy text. You're the brightest star in the, in the in the hemisphere. Text. You can send any text in the world. If she deletes the text, she's not deleting that one because she wants to be able to throw it back up in your face. Trust me when I tell you. Remember, you said this <laughs> all the time. Right. So I I, I agree. It, it's emotional. You know when you're saying these things, and and I have to I have to honestly say I'm real big on. When people say, I didn't mean to say that, you know, um, other than, you know, when you say, like, I used the wrong words or something like that. That's a little different. But the Bible tells us out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, like you said, it may have taken you to get angry. You know, everything is built up for you to say it. But very, very rarely people don't say what they mean, even though they may say it during an emotional period. And I agree with you 100%, Pastor KL. You know, when we are messing around with emotions, a whole lot of things come out. And you know, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Don't don't send something that, you know, you may have to say I'm sorry and you didn't mean it, but yet you got it in writing that you know that that's what was said. Is there any text message that you believe shouldn't be sent by a male or a female that wasn't listed. You talking to me? Yes. I'm talking to you. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think, well, depending on on how early in the game, you know, we are, you know, don't, don't, don't send me after our first date. I think I'm falling in love. Oh, I love (laughs) it. Don't, 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 don't send me though. Because at, at that point, I'm gone. I'm done. You know what I mean? We, we we didn't even go to Red Lobster. We went to Captain D's. You know what you know I'm saying? Falling in love. <laughs> you know wow. Man?
1: Oh, my goodness. That must that. be an Alabama thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they fall in love real quick down here.
1: No, I mean, the the name of the restaurant. The oh, Captain. Oh, so Captain B.
2: Yeah, that that that's like a that's like a um a, a seafood McDonalds.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: People get get excited on Captain B's baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it
1: it is creepy. It is creepy. It is creepy to open up a text and you know, and see I love you. And you're like, Okay, we are here already. How are we get here? You know, it is it is very creepy and I think that's the quickest way to turn someone off and to send them running into the opposite direction. You know, it it's to me an I love you text is a seasoned relationship. And I mean I don't I'm not even talking about in a dating, in a fresh dating, whether it's the first, the second or the third. I, I think you know, whether you're saying I love you or I feel like I'm falling in love with you, or, I think I'm falling in love with you. I, I think that I love you anywhere in that text should only come from a seasoned relationship because, again, it's up for interpretation on the opposite end. And, and although it's only three words, and, you know, people say, well, it can only be meant. Was it? No, I'm sorry. The way people think, the expanded way people think, I, I would say I agree. Don't, don't, don't. And I'm only, I'm even going further. I love you text should be something that that's when y'all are really into the relationship, and you can safely say that without looking like a creep, whether you're a female or a male, or a stalker or something, somebody like that. So I don't know, but this this was interesting. I I, I really wanted to see, you know, how the male and female, you know, thinks when it comes to this because. It's definitely from the women to the men. So thank you so much, Pastor Kale, for your contribution into today's conversation. And we pray you have a blessed day. You look proud. You look proud. Thank you. Thank you. It's Monday morning. It's the top of the hour. You know what I call the top of the hour. And it's time for the switch with Shantese. Let's say good morning to Shantese. Good morning, Shantis. Good morning. Say good morning again. I think you're breaking up. I don't hear you. We got a bad connection. We have a bad connection with Shantice. So we want to get this switched. So tip. So we want you to relocate. so that you can definitely give us the switch tip for this week. That's how we get through the week, right, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters? Oh, you know, Mondays. Mondays are always interesting because you got to get that week started. And you're thinking about all the stuff that you are, you're going to do for the week. And... Uh, Getting that switch tip is the first thing. Are we back, Shantese? Yes. Good morning. Uh, right. Good morning. This sounds much better. How are you? Perfect.
0: Uh-oh.
1: I'm here. Relocate, Shantese. Okay. Officially relocate, please. Because so, I want to get the switch tip. Relocate.
3: Does it, sound Does it sound clear?
1: It sounds better. It okay.
3: sounds better. What you got for us today? Today so I have the switch for Shanti, so we make the switch from the street to our golly feet. Our switch to 172, don't expose others. I guess they don't want me to reveal the definition of expose is to display for viewing. Hello?
1: Okay, you're sounding a little better.
3: Okay, definition for expose is to display for viewing to bring to public notice
1: reveal, to expose the facts. And the first verse that caught my attention was Proverbs ten nineteen in the Amplified Version, which reads, When there are many words, transgression and offense are unavoidable,
3: but he who controls his lips and keeps thoughtful silence is
1: wise. And when you're thinking about exposing others, there is never anything good, for the most part, with exposing others, very, very, very rarely does it get to the point when it shows your integrity because, you know, there are those few times when things are done around you and despite how we feel and what we want to do, there are times the Holy Spirit will nudge you to say, okay, I need you to go to so-and-so and and let them know this. I need you to go to so-and-so and let them know that. And that just brings up something that I remember saying to someone, I got into this big old controversial issue with one of my best friends and they knew of something regarding someone that I was hanging around
3: but didn't let me know because they felt like it wasn't their place to tell me.
1: And I remember being so livid because I was like, "How can you see me? Someone that you call your friend? How can you see me hanging around this person? You know their style. You know that their integrity is no void. You know that they're doing all of this, but yet you not tell me anything. You not now. You weren't supposed to go on the mountaintop and shout their business all over the place. But it was your responsibility to come to me and let me know. So in that case, exposing them even privately." was needed. But for the most part, when you're talking about exposing others, it is never anything good. And just like this verse refers to, transgressions are things that we do that goes against God's law, that is immediately equals to sin. And any time we try to go and
3: expose other people, you can't avoid the backlash that you then get. When you're talking about exposing others, you're talking about being a gossip. Couple of definitions that came up. Sharing bad news about someone, sharing shameful truth about someone else because there's this big old misconception that if I'm speaking the truth, it's not gossip. That's not what God just said. One who reveals secrets, another definition, someone who has
1: privileged information about people and reveals that information to those who have no business knowing it. So I believe all three of those definitions just covers any and everything that has to do with gossip. Proverbs twenty nineteen Amplified Version reads, He who goes about as a gossip
3: reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a gossip who talks freely or flatters." So God has just given clearance to others not to mess around with you, not to fool around with you, not to have you in their
1: company if this is what you're doing. And when I think about exposing others (laughs) so I just had a scenario a couple
3: weeks ago where it just felt like I was just talking, talking, talking talking and there goes back to one of the definitions, hold on, let me go back to it real quick, I'm sorry, sharing bad news about someone else I wasn't lying you know, I saw it you know, well, I I gotta go talk to so-and-so about
1: this because we were just talking about this and here someone just confirmed it and the Holy Spirit was like, okay, so did you really have to go and and share that? And one of the first things I thought about was like, Jesus, all of the things that you have been concealing on my behalf, all the things you have been protecting me from man when it comes to because if you were to expose Some of the things that I've even thought, if you were to expose some of my thoughts, oh my goodness, where would I be with people? What state, like would I even be friends with certain people? Like, oh my goodness. And would you want God to now expose you the way you're freely exposing others? If God's mouth was loose, if he was let's go back to the verse, who talks freely or flattered, if that's the way God moves, what state would you be in? How would he then be protecting you? Another thing we really, really, really have to pay attention to when it comes to exposing others is your intention, meaning your purpose. What's your goal? What are you aiming for? Psalm 4421 Amplified Version reads, Would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart. And if you read the verses prior to this verse, you know, God is talking about your attention. You know, what What are you trying to get out of doing this? Now, you think that you're doing this on a low, as we say in the street, but God knows the true aim and goal of your heart. So you can sit here and try to convince yourself. You can sit here and try to convince God and other people. He knows the real reason as to why you are aiming to or why you have been exposing others. Confidentiality, meaning you're keeping things concealed.
3: You're keeping, and this whole being trustworthy, in the eyes of God, has been really, really, really big to me lately, you know, certain things that I've been praying about, talking to God about, it's like, wow, God, you're really entrusting me with your knowledge, entrusting me
1: with these people, entrusting me to assist Jesus with interceding, you know, this whole pray for them and, and, and everything, you're trusting me to now go come before
3: you on other people's behalf, but if I'm not Keeping
1: people's information and confidence. You're not allowing people to come and talk to me so that I can now tell other people. You're allowing people to come and fight in me so that I now know what to bring before you on their behalf. Proverbs 17:9 amplified version reads, "He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats or gossip about a matter separates intimate friends." And this verse just reminds. enemy is trying me oh my goodness this reminds me of a situation that i was in where something blew up and there was no need for anyone else to repeat it now i didn't have to lie about what i said because i already said it to the person but someone else came and repeated it again and i had to really explain to them do you understand the damage that is being done where you now go and repeat even though I didn't said it already to the person they heard it come from my mouth just by you repeating this you are not helping to make the matter even greater you are not helping to draw a bigger wedge in between me and that person so we have to make sure we're making the conscious decision of making the switch from exposing others to making sure that we are speaking in modesty making sure that we are not gossiping, making sure that our heart and our intentions are pure, taking our heart before God because God talks on our heart all the time. It is deceitful. It is wicked. Only he can discern it and make it right and making sure that we are holding fast to the confidentiality that God is entrusting us with. Thank you, Pastor Steph. Thank you, Chantice, for that switch tip about exposing... Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All oh, while you were talking, I just kept thinking about some things. Oh my goodness. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Romans fifteen thirteen. Mmm. You know, what a timely switch tip. What a timely switch tip as, you know, it really made me think about some of the things that God has, you know, dealt with me on. You know, remember years ago, you know, when you saw, well, not years ago, because I don't, I'm really not on social media or whatever, but years ago, you know, you got like emails and all kinds of things sent to you and you, you just spit it back out. You just couldn't wait to send it out. Um, And it wasn't about anybody you knew Just like stuff that was just circulating You know, someone had, you know, Ratchet What was that? I can't think of the name of that World Star, World Star, World Star Um, And you just couldn't wait to send it out And I remember God, like, dealing with me And saying, don't, stop exposing that Stop exposing that um, that's not for you to send out. That's not for you to expose. Um, just and over the years, just this consistent, you know, the things that we normally do, things that we don't even think anything of. It doesn't even have to be, you know, anything malicious. Again, it's like we were talking about earlier. It doesn't even have to be anything malicious, but the fact that that's what's being done you know, is is you really gotta be very careful of some of the things you do. It just it really pay attention to this stuff. And I'll never forget I have a person who's very close to me and I was talking to their mother about them and I felt like that was a safe place to go. You know, I, who you can't talk to so you know, talk to so and so's mother. And as soon as I hung up the phone the Lord said, don't you ever again discuss anything with even their mother. What I give to you is what I give to you. You bring it to me in prayer. And I was like, whoa. I, I don't even think my hand came off the hand the, the handset. As soon as I put the phone down and, hung, like, hung it up, I was like, oh, wow. So that's... You know, that's the way God feels about exposing. You know, like Shanti said, God is entrusting you with this information. God is entrusting you with this. He's chosen you. And for you to now expose it to every and anybody. Now, there are certain things you need to talk about with certain people because, listen, we're close to the person. We're both close. And you know what? You know, you're trying to maybe get some type of intervention going. You know, can you help so-and-so with this? So-and-so is really not good with this, and it's really destroying them. You know, can you help me get this point across? But even then, you've got to be very careful, because if that's not the individual who God wants you to speak to about this thing, then it could be exposing Opposed to you ending up being some uh, that person, ended up being the person that you're confiding in. Because if that person doesn't hold it, now you all messed up. Now you're all messed up because you know you you told so and so, you told Mary, you told Johnny. You thought that Mary or John was going to hold it to themselves, and they didn't. And I, you know, something personal came out about me. Um, just something close to me, just, like, again, personal. And I was like, instead of you coming to me and saying that you went to so-and-so and and you exposed that piece of information to so-and-so, and if it wasn't for, like, much later down the line that I even found out, months later that I found out that someone who I didn't even know knew told someone else, so whoever talked to that person, expose it to the first person. The first person, expose it to the second person. And you sitting around, you have no idea. We have to think about stuff like that. You know, think about the bullying thing. You know that we talked about earlier and how the young, you know, the the fourteen year old. You know, she. You don't know how people interpret things. You don't know how people receive things, and you don't want to be responsible. You know, if you're trying to get your life right, you want to be right in the Lord. You don't want to be responsible for someone's downfall. You don't want to be responsible for someone's heartache. You know, so when you have some information that is really confidential and you don't need to put it out there, you know, I've heard people say things that were real damaging that they were supposed to hold, and then they say, well... They needed to know. So-and-so needed to know. That wasn't for you to expose. That wasn't for you to tell it. Why is that your business? You didn't get it so that you could tell it. So, you know, we got to be very careful with all that God entrusts to us. You know, when we talk about being good stewards, the first thing people think about is money. And it's not money all the time. We have been called to be stewards over a lot. And we've actually been called to be stewards over other people's lives. If you want to look at it technically... I'm responsible when the Bible tells us, do not cause your brother to stumble. When the Bible tells us that if you see your brother falling, pick him up because in order in, in, in doing so, you know, you will save a multitude of sins. You are a steward over a whole lot more than you even think you are. So exposing is a lot broader than what you think it is. Exposing can really do some damage. And really can cause people hurt It can cause some people just I mean to go into some level of depression We don't know how it can destroy a person So we have to be very, very careful Over what we get And what we do with what we get So I I, I love today's switch tip There's so many ways you can learn And grow from this switch tip. You know, don't... My mother used to... She used to always say, Stephanie, a dog that bring a bone will carry a bone. So that means that the person who's bringing you information, don't think that they're not taking no information out. And I'm very leery about people who come to me and talk to me about other people's business. And I would say, you know what? Is that something you should be talking about? Or... I definitely don't give you nothing to take back. And people who are not weary of that and leery of that, think again, you think they bringing you everybody's business, any business they get of yours, they carrying out and they're exposing it. So don't think it only works one way. It works both ways. So let's make sure that we're being a good steward over everything that God gives us. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew for always coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us today and helping us do what we do. Uh, Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity, if you have given your life to Christ, to strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now. You just might be missing something that God needs you to do. So unless you can develop that relationship You're not going to know what you need to make better with the Lord. Until tomorrow, God spares. where we are talking about Kingdom Business Season 2, Episode 7. Until then, I love you.